Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Biggie Amicron here, being joined once again by SYP creator Scott. Scott, what's going on? Oh, you know, it's another podcast. It's uh, my third one, four days. It's got, it feels like it's, I've been on a lot recently, but um, no, it's been good. Good to be back on the show and uh, we're going to talk some hockey, I think, today. It's going to be a great show. Uh, great pod. This is going to be, yeah, an NHL-focused podcast. We're recording this Sunday night on the ferry, coming back over from the island. We just finished up our SYP Victoria Vancouver Island takeover. Really good stuff. Again, thank you to everybody who helped out, was a part of that. That was awesome. Uh, do you have a highlight from the weekend itself and being over in Victoria? Oh, that's a, that's a loaded question. Um, wow. I think I went. So should we should we just recap, kind of give a quick recap of what our week weekend was like? Yeah, sure. So pretty much, you came over Thursday night to my place. Yep. Stayed over. We got up early, early seven thirty. Friday morning, caught the ten a.m. boat. Got to Victoria by twelve thirty. Twelve thirty. Um, dropped you off downtown. Pretty much screwed around. I saw my brother. Saw my brother. He's really yeah, Neil. Um. Pretty much. Then we, part at least I partied Friday night. You partied hard Friday night. I, I did a little bit too. Had some drinks, played some cards, um, tried some different drinks this weekend for sure. Um, yeah, it was it was a good weekend. What, um, what drinks did you try? Um, well, so Friday I had the uh, Stanley Park Brewing. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah, really good. I think it was Halo. a Sunset Peach Ooh. Wheat Ale. It was Ooh. really good. Um. And then this uh, sun- Sunday, now we're recording this on Sunday night, uh, Sunday morning had some, sh- what's called Shaft. It's a Victoria local drink. Mm. Apparently, if you're not from Vic, you don't you, you don't, you don't know about it, you don't know how to never, make it. Never heard of it. But it's it's really good. Um, it's a, if, so if you're ever in Victoria, ask for a Shaft and they'll... Uh, <laughs> don't go around asking that anywhere. No, you ask, go to a bar and ask for a Shaft and you'll get a, like in, you know, in the morning, you'll get a good Shaft. It's, it's nice. So Saturday then... Um, I got up early Saturday to watch F1 Sprint qualifying. We didn't meet up until noon downtown. Well, I went to Redfish Blue. Well, we went to well, we met up at Redfish Blue. Yes, Fish that's where we met up. Did my big eats, which was really good. Really way. good place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both ate brunch a half an hour and a half beforehand, so that was also good. Um, basically just screwed around downtown and then worked our way back to watch fights and basketball on Saturday night. Yeah, yeah. Ian, you bought you bought cigars. I bought cigars. Uh, that was my thank you gift to Canton uh, Ian. So uh, Ian, pro- Ian is probably smoking one right now as we speak. He's probably sad that we left. So I, I'm I'm sure he is. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. Saturday night, then we played Trivial Pursuit most of Saturday as well. We did. That's good. Yeah, Ian pulled his groin. I pulled my groin. That also happened. Uh, jaywalking. I mean, it didn't happen. Jay, I would never jaywalk because that's illegal. But like, happened when I was jaywalking. Um, sure. we played Trivial Pursuit. Watch some fights. Watch some fights. Watch some basketball. Had a couple more drinks on Saturday, yeah. but was not really. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't. It was more. Yeah, more low key. It wasn't really the mood. Friday was Ian's big party, and I, I partied a bit too. Had some. Drinks. I was fucked on you Friday. Were, I wasn't there. I wish I kind of wish I was there. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but. you you should have been there to see just how messed up I was because I think I had. I've seen you fucked up before. It's been a few times you were kind of sauced, but. The best, the best part. I don't know what it is with me is that I don't chundy. I'm good at not chundy. And now okay. that I've said that out loud and I made that public on a podcast, I'm probably gonna chundy. You're, you're, you're due for one. I'm yeah. due. Yeah. 
but I don't chundy, which is good. That is, that is good. That's that's impressive. I, I, hey, che- cheers to that. Cheers Thank to you. not throwing up off from alcohol. Kind of want a beer now. No. And then uh, uh, Saturday, uh, you walked from Henderson to Hillside Mall. Yeah, it took me ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. That's about three kilometer walk. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then you got mm-hmm. picked up. Went back to your cousins. Yep. We met up again today at noon again. Yeah, it was about noon. Yeah, it was about noon. No, yeah, noon. Noon? Yeah, noon. Noon. Uh, I did two Starbucks runs this morning. Two? Two. Why two? Uh, I went to go get stuff for myself, and then I went to go get stuff with for Tay and Kanta, because uh, Tay texted me literally as I got in the door. Of course. If you want to go get Starbucks. Uh, Tay was nice enough to give me a cake pop for the effort of taking him to the Starbucks. I feel like that's a good trade-off, you know? Yeah. It's a good, you know... A gas money for food. It's, it's a great trade. Uh, birthday cake cake pop. By the oh, way. oh, that's the best one. I I think it was all gone by the time I got back on the road again. Oh, probably. Um, so that was that probably was two Starbucks one. Watched a bit of the F one race this morning. I did anyways. Uh, we met up at noon. We basically have been screwing around getting back from Victoria to Nanaimo. Pretty much. You got yeah. to see the Malahat. Yeah, I've only seen I've only driven the Malahat once, and I might have been like half asleep or, um, it was a pitch black or whatever it might have been but um yeah it's cool it's cool some dope views it's a it's a good drive it's no sea sky highway but it's it's nice it's all right it's all right um yeah so do you have a favorite part i guess seeing your cousins was probably a nice part seeing the boys was cool yeah um there yeah it was great overall it was a really good trip um my holiday kind of started thursday went on uh my dad's a pilot and um went on a helicopter flight with him and um, so that was good, but yeah, really good seeing my cousin, really good seeing some SYP fans. I've only hung with Ian and the Kanta on ser- several occasions. and um, You've hung out with them more than I have. Well, I've played soccer with them, but I just didn't hang out with them. But um, Oh, I totally forgot what my highlight of the weekend was. And what was it? And that was shooting the game winner over Ian in our 2v2 game. Where that's true. Pol- team Team Squamish did beat Team Whistler. Team Squamish, day. but it was kind of like Jordan flu game, or no, more like Paul Paul Pierce wheelchair game. That's better. That's where better where stung stung by a bee when we were playing football. Uh, and you left groin. left pulled groin as well. Left nursed the bee injury the bee sting. Uh, the groin has been sore all weekend, so gotta rest that when I get home. But then came back. We played basketball. Yeah. Best to, first to eight, I hit the game winner. Not yeah. not quite in Ian Davidson's face, but like no. he gave you too much respect. Yeah, he gave me too much. It was kind of like Dame Paul George, right? That's kind of where it was. Yeah. It wasn't as yeah. far back, but it was basically that much like respect. Yeah, fair enough, Dame. Hey, you gotta respect Dame. He's a good he's a good shooter. So pretty much that I think was my highlight of the weekend. There you go, so him. now I'm a better basketball player than Ian Davidson, and now I've said that on the podcast, so it's true. I guess. Um. Anyways. So that was Victoria. That was our SYP Victoria Vancouver Island takeover. Really fun. I'm really glad we got the opportunity to do this. We got to see some fans, meet oh, yeah. some new people. Um. Got some new follows over the weekend, too. So we we're 15 away from 500. Wow. We no. are moving up in the world. Moving up for fans. Go, uh, go, go get your friends us. to follow us, Wikipedia's. We got to do like a special shout out or something. We got to do some sort of contest for that. We'll figure that out. Um, so that was Victoria. That was Vancouver Island this past weekend. We're going to talk some hockey because we yeah. missed a lot of hockey. I mean, we talked a little bit about it on Friday when we were coming over here. Yeah, a little bit. 
We can talk about it. Uh, well, this is a big week for yes. several reasons. Um, well, first off, Wednesday night is the Seattle Kraken expansion draft, which is what are going to be our main focus today. Ian and I have both drafted up Seattle Kraken rosters since the expansion lists were released today. So we did some homework on our uh, our on on well, on our teams, and we also did some, you know, in between. Um, yeah, in between stuff. It's it's been good. I am excited to see how this goes. So we got again yeah. big week of pods. We got two coming out this week. We have this one and another one that we did. We did our Olympic preview. Uh, so that's gonna be really cool. Be that's sure really to check cool. that. Be sure to check out that one. We might do an NHL draft pod as well with uh, Josh Bell. Hopefully, we can get him back on the pod. Maybe. Maybe. Um. So yeah, big week of content coming up. Uh. So we'll discuss trades and then expansion. So let's talk about the NHL trades that happened this past weekend. The roster freeze was today or Saturday? It was Saturday night. Saturday night. Okay. Saturday night at 11.59 p.m. Uh, Roster freeze. All rosters are frozen until Thursday after the expansion draft. Uh, What trade do you want to start with? First. Well, I'm gonna go in order. Okay. Uh, and I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll run chron- through I'll run through these quickly. Uh, chronological order okay. from uh, the mo- the latest trade, and we'll go back in time. Sure. Um, no particular order. So, um, Andrew Ladd, or yeah, Andrew Ladd is sent from the Islanders to the Arizona Coyotes, um, along with a second round, a 2021 second round pick, a conditional 2022 second round pick, and a conditional 2023 third round pick, and in return, the Islanders receive nothing future considerations cap space yes uh i know we're on the conditions of the pick either we don't i don't know uh, nothing for sure nothing set in stone yet but basically this is just a salary dump for the islanders okay. um are they loading up to go after a highly sought after free agent we'll find out um another trade new york rangers send brett howden to the vegas golden knights in exchange for nick de simone uh it's a one, that's for, enough, that's, that's one a, for one, kind of a wash. Yeah, trade. that's. I'm surprised. I think SYP creator Rav sent me some sort of meme of like, how the hell do you get assets for Brett Howden? They got an asset somehow. Yeah, somehow. Um, no, let's go to the next one. Yes. Barclay Goodrow sent from Tampa Bay, setting up champion Tampa Bay, yes. to the New York Rangers in exchange for a 2022 seventh round pick. This to me screams salary cap space dump. This, I think this was also the Rangers need... Well, they didn't protect anybody, but the Rangers... Um, Lightning weren't going to sign Goudreau anyway, no. so... He's going to be... Just, yeah, for sure. They can just get something back in return, and they know they're not going to get a lot back for Goudreau. Yep. Yep. Um, next trade. This is, an, this is a big one. Um, Aiden Hill, goaltender for the Arizona yes. Coyotes, is sent to the San Jose Sharks in exchange for a 2022 second-round pick, and goaltender Yosef... Coronar, um, Ian, thoughts on this one? You're a, you're an Aiden Hill guy. Uh, I am an Aiden Hill guy. I'm happy for the San Jose because they finally have a goalie who's not Martin Jones or Devin Dubnik, and I'm actually yeah. kind of a Dubnik guy, but he didn't really do well in San Jose. Um, I think it's a fine move if you're Arizona, uh, or fine move for Arizona and San Jose, to be honest. Okay. Just because of the fact. Arizona was probably going to lose Hill in the expansion draft. I think yeah. I think the Coyotes' best asset was Hill coming into the expansion draft. So at least you get a goalie you can protect. In True. Kozinar? Kozinar? Kozinar. No, Kornar. I think, well, Kemper. Well, Kemper, well, Kemper, I guess, is... 
who they're protecting now, or is yeah. he a free? Are they both free agents? I think they're protecting Kemper. Okay. Anyways, um, good. I think it's a good trade. I think yep. it's fair. I think it makes sense. Yep. Give new guy. Give each guy a, a fresh start, and maybe. Hey, Hill that's, be the that second round player. pick could be really good. You never that, that 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 is kind of the we'll wait and see on that one. We'll wait and see on that one. Uh, Vancouver acquires forward Jason Dickinson in exchange for a third round pick from the Dallas Stars. Um, Go ahead on that. I mean, that's yeah. That's I think it's good for the Canucks. Gives them a uh, solid middle six forward that they've kind of been craving. They've been seems like they have a bunch of like top six forwards and they have a bunch of fourth line forwards. They have no one in the middle and Dick, I think Dickinson fills a good role there. I, I don't know if he does pen, some penalty kill minutes. But uh, he, does. Sure, he, he, he does. I'm sure he can. Yeah. Um, he does. He, he's their third line center. Like that's his, that should be his role. Third line center. That's I, what, I that, agree with that. Penalty kill, third line center. Yep. Take a few phases. Like if he's actually getting top six minutes, then you're concerned. But ideally, your role for him—he'll be middle six. He'll play with yeah. Mar- I, ideal, ideally, you're putting him on the third line. And yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, this is this is probably the the arguably the biggest trade of the uh, this this little three day kind of frenzy. Um, so just hold hold on hold on for this. I'm gonna explain all this okay. one, and then we'll uh, um, talk about it after. So Vegas sends Cody Glass to the Nashville Predators in exchange. For Nolan Patrick, but get this: before that, af- before that happened, Philadelphia sent Philippe Myers and Nolan Patrick to the Predators in exchange for Ryan Ellis. So let me rephrase that better. Um, Ryan Ellis is on the Flyers. Yes. Nolan Patrick is on the Golden Knights. Yes. Philippe Myers and Cody Glass are now on the Nashville Predators. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. What are your thoughts on this one? I think everybody wins in a way. In a way, yeah, I think so too. Like, I think it makes sense for everybody who's involved. I agree. So, so Philly wins because they have the best player in the, in the trade. Yep, definitely. Nashville wins because they have they still get another quality defenseman, and they add another good forward. Yeah. In, in Cody Glass, good who, young forward. So good, forget about that. Good young forward who they don't have to protect. He's exempt in the in expansion draft. Yep. draft. Yep. And then Vegas wins because Nolan Patrick gets a new change. He gets a, 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 a fresh start, and he could even work his way up to second line. I mean, Chandler Stevenson, I guess that's... Well, he's not a bona fide number one center. Though. No, but there's no one number... Like, I guess Carl... Like, that was Vegas' whole issue is lack of centers, right? Mm-hmm. So, because you had William Carlson, uh, you had Chandler Stevenson. Yeah. Now you're throwing Nolan Patrick in the mix, who yeah. I think... I don't know if he's going to be a number one center one day, but at least middle, middle six center. Middle six center, and yeah. I think that that's a great deal for Vegas. Cody Glass, you, you're kind of disappointed that you have to trade him, I guess, in a way, but casualty for what you yeah. what you're kind of receiving, and I think also for Vegas, it's kind of a salary dump. Gives him some space yeah. to be able to make some moves on a Tarasenko, on a Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel, yeah, maybe you never know. Um, we, we, you have any other thoughts on the deal quickly? No, well, you summed it up pretty well. All right. Uh, let's go to um, the Maple Leafs acquire for Jared McCann in exchange for Philip Hollander and a 2023 seventh round pick. So Hollander was a Penguin in the Kapanen trade. He was a part of the Kapanen trade last That's year. That's right. So pretty much he goes back. Dangle did a whole video on like what actually happened. With, with the Kapanen trade and the McCann trade is now. Right. Which is essentially the Leafs getting a first-round pick 
Jared McCann mm-hmm. um, for like Happening and like a bunch of other guys. But I'll be honest, this is a really great move for Toronto. Oh, yeah. So long as McCann isn't get the guy that's being taken by the Kraken. Taken by the Kraken. Like, you're doing this trade assuming that, and maybe Dubas has a side deal that we don't know about. We but, most likely knowing Kyle Dubas. Knowing and, Kyle Dubas. But you're doing this trade because you think Alex Kerfoot is the guy that's being taken. Because McCann is essentially replacing Kerfoot. Yeah, more, more, actually, more, more or less. I would say so, yeah. I agree with that. So, I think it's a great deal for Toronto. You get Seattle taking Kerfoot. I don't know what you... like. These, tra- these trades are so random. I have no idea what you give up to make a side deal like this. But you're yeah. giving up a draft pick or two so that they take Kerfoot instead of Travis Dermott. Yep. Um, Hall, no, guess. Hall is protected. What's Hall protected? Justin Hall is protected. Yeah, the Leafs... I think the thing with the, this... Why this trade was made is because the Leafs had to... They protected four defensemen and four forwards. My guess is if they went 7-3-1, and one, Justin Hall would be exposed and he would be taken by the Kraken without a doubt. Okay. Um, but because it, they, if they went 4-4-4, four, four and four, um, Tavares, Nylander, Matthews, Marner are obviously protected. Yes. And then that exposes Kerfoot, exposes... So I'm, I'm going through my notes right now to see who's exposed. Uh, Kerfoot, McCann, Simmons, Engvall, Anderson, uh, Dermott. Dermott, there you go. Dermott's probably... It'll be either Dermott... McCann or Kerfoot. I'm going to guess it's going to be Kerfoot going, um, so yes. McCann stays Leafs, which makes this a great trade for the Leafs. Yes. Um, let's go to... Your Wings made a trade, actually. Yeah! Did. Nick Letty is sent from the Islanders to Detroit in exchange for Richard Ponick and a 2021 second-round pick. So the other thing that's not mentioned is that the Red Wings retained half of Ponick's salary. So the Islanders are now getting him, instead of at, like... 2.6 or 2.75 or whatever he was making before, it's now 1.3. Hmm. Okay. Um, personally, I think Nick Letty is a fine defenseman. Yes. I think he's kind of been a little bit overblown because of the fact that he's been in the Islander system and they have a really good defensive system. Oh, do they ever? I don't think he's worth giving up a second-round pick for. I don't know if I would give up. I think you get more for a second-round pick and half a Ponick salary than Nick Letty. However, I have had people tell me that um, Letty might be a trade deadline uh, casualty as well next year. Well, so, I think so, so. so pretty yeah. much, if, yeah. if Detroit takes retained half of Letty's contract, yeah, then you're getting a whole. You, you could get more than whatever Detroit gave up to get Letty. A sec, more than a second round pick and half of Ponick's contract, right? It's a fun, I think it's like a C-plus deal for me. Okay. Now, it might grade higher if Eisenman decides to trade Letty at the deadline and acquire more assets. Which he might. You which he know. might. As a right, The deal right now, as it is... C-plus. It's a C-plus deal for so me. As a, as, as a Red Wings fan, I think it's a C-plus deal. Okay. Um, this one, speaking of... You know, this might be a trade value, maybe it should. Um, New Jersey receives Ryan Grave from yeah. the Colorado Avalanche in exchange for Mikhail Maltsev and a 2021 second-round pick. A lot of second-round picks going around this Yeah. Year. Um, I think it's a fine deal. You're... This is a sal- this is a salary dump for the Avalanche and also a casualty of the expansion yes, draft. Yes, because they were going to lose Graves at the expansion draft. Oh, 100%. They're still going to lose a good player, but yes. it's I think it's gonna, instead of being a defenseman, at least they get some assets for... 
um, Ryan Graves versus giving him up in the expansion draft. Now the Avalanche are going to lose one of Comfer or Donskoy, Donskoy maybe. maybe, yeah. A forward, but or, it won't be or, La- or Landeskog. We'll get into that later. Okay. Um, I think it's a fine trade for both teams. I think it makes okay. sense for both teams. There you go. Uh, there's two more trades. Um, the Edmonton, this is a couple days ago now. Um, Duncan Keith and Tim Soderlund are sent from Chicago to the Edmonton we, Oilers. We talked about that trade. We did. In exchange for Caleb Jones' three-round pick. Um, I think it's a good trade for the Oilers, but you don't I don't. Think so. um, that's a summary there. Um, <clears throat> there's one we didn't talk about that was well before any of this shit happened. Yes. Victor Arvidsson is sent from Nashville to Los Angeles in exchange for a 2021 second-round pick and a 2022 third-round pick. Um, that seems to be the going rate for a lot of these, like a lot of these players. That if you're trying to either, yeah, send like you know, like Graves got traded for a second-round pick. Um, Arvidsson. Arvidsson, Aiden Hill for a second-round pick and another prospect. Another prospect. Um. This trade's this trade's really interesting to me. Arbison was a fan favorite and a teammate favorite yes. in Nashville. Um, I know a lot of his teammates aren't thrilled about this one. Let was, me tell you was that. Was Philip Forsberg the one who did the thumb down, thumbs down yeah. on his IG story? Forsberg is one of them. Um, I know Duchesne, Matt Duchesne, Callion Croak. I think Roman Yossi were also pretty vocal about their you know skepticism of this trade. Arbison was beloved in the community and he was a big fan favorite um, in Nashville. This is, I think, this is a, a clear, clear um, issue with you know why the the Kraken and what they've done, basically. It and it's that, you know, the the Predators only protect three forwards. Yeah, uh, and, they, well, well, the Predators now protect five. Five defensemen, three five forwards. De- five defensemen, three forwards. Three forwards, yes. and again, Arvidsson was obviously not one of the was not going to be one of those forwards, and the Predators have exposed Duchesne and Johansson, two of their top centers, so. It's very interesting to see what's going to happen there in Nashville. But, um, again, I don't like this trade if I'm Nashville. But, again, you it's better than giving it a fan favorite up in an expansion draft. At least you get some sort of assets for him. Well, people were saying that Nashville should have, should have unloaded at the deadline. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They actually added Erica Branson at the deadline. And then they went. And then they went for a like. They made the playoffs. They did make the playoffs, and that's my. So I guess that. So, that so. so in the in the end, I guess it's kind of okay. I guess. Yeah. Um. L. A. is gonna be like they're they're L. A. is gonna make the playoffs next year. I think. You think so? It's a hot take. I said. I think I said it on, a really on left side heavy last year. I think they were my dark horse team. Like this year. The no last year I said they were my mm. team to watch as potential like. Right. Depending on how fast the rebuild goes, and the rebuild's going really well because now you get Victor Arvidsson into yeah. the mix. Mm. It'll be a good veteran piece on that team. Yeah, man. That's uh, trades. Um, let's talk about Kraken. All right, so let's do the ex- Seattle expansion draft mock draft. Yes, S Y P Seattle mock draft. Yep. So, uh, basically, we went through every team earlier today on Cap Friendly. Uh, I can tell you who's exposed from each team. We each made a pick for every team. We're gonna share with our. I don't know what his roster looks like. He doesn't know what we have an idea. I have an idea, but we don't know what each other's rosters look like completely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I'm gonna have some real hot takes that you're probably not gonna like. I'm gonna be yeah. I will be shocked by this. Um, we'll just go from alpha on alphabetical. Sure. Start with the best team in the world. Um, I don't see the Detroit Red Wings first, but I guess we'll talk about some ducks. Some ducks. Um, yeah. Anaheim. 
Uh, players exposed include Ryan Getzlaff, Adam Henrique, Kevin Shattenkirk, Hayden Flurry, Sonny Milano, Derek Grant. Um, There's a bunch of players. A bunch of players. Who do you have? I took. I have Jacob Larson going to the Kraken. Okay. Uh, I think he will be a key asset, and he's young. You know, young defenseman, up and coming. Um, he's young. He's got some life in him. He's gonna be. He'll be a solid player. I think he won't. He might not be in the top four, but he'll be top six or a depth guy. Um, I went. I, I went with Hayden Flurry, which I think for you is kind of like the like best case scenario as a guy who probably have the least attachment to. No, I like Flurry. I do like Flurry. Okay. I, I would rather give it to Shattenkirk. Okay, but that's fair. You like the Shattenkirk deal, but that's totally fine. Um, so we both picked defenseman from Anaheim. Yep, Arizona. Players exposed include uh, Goligoski, Derek Broussard, uh, Labushkin, okay, Christian Fitch- Fisher, okay, Pitlick, yep, Tyler Steenbergen. Oh, okay, he won't go. Um, I have Christian Fisher going. I also have Christian Fisher. Oh, there you go. So great minds think alike. Yes, exactly. Uh, young forward. He's a UFA, I think, or RFA next year. Yep, that's all right. So he's on a fairly affordable deal. You yep, can, you can, you got another year, and you got rights. He'll be a solid depth for. He might be one of those guys that just gets taken just for for the sake of it, kind of like Clayton Stoner last year with Anaheim. He was just taken for the sake of it, and the the Golden Knights ended up getting Shea out of that deal. Yes. Um. Who's next? Boston, Boston. Boston. players exposed include Tuka Rast, Taylor Hall, David Krejci, uh, Chris Wagner, Jeremy Lazon, and Connor Clifton. I'll let you go first. I have Lazon. I have um, Yeah, they go great. Mike, think like. Um, Hall and Krejci are very interesting pieces, but they're both UFAs, which makes that very interesting. Um, I think the longer it goes on, the more likely one or both will get signed. I think Hall more likely than Krejci to get signed, but again, we'll see what happens. I'm kind of skeptical that Seattle signs Hall. Seattle, yeah. Boston will sign him. But Boston, I Boston, I think. He'll probably go for a below-market deal with Boston, is my guess for Taylor. I think so. I think he, he likes he likes Boston. I think he's a good fit, first of all. He he did really well in the second half. He did. He did he ever. Um, Buffalo. Exposed includes Jeff Skinner, Kyle Ocposo, Cody Eakin, okay. Colin Miller, Dustin Tokarski, former Spokane Chief, Dustin, Dustin Tokarski. I'm gonna go with Cody Eakin. Interesting. Okay. As my pick. Okay. Little pricey at just over two million yeah, for one more year. I think you can. Re- I think you can revitalize Cody Eakin a little bit if you're Seattle. He was also taken by the Golden Knights, wasn't he? Yes, in the last expansion draft, he's available again. I, I'm. 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 This is also a bit of a dub Homer pick, WHL Homer pick. I'm gonna go with Cody Eakin. He's okay. my pick. I said Drake Ajula. That's a good pick. I like Kajula. Um, he's, I think under he, he kind of comes flies under the radar a he, little bit. He is a UFA, so you also have to. He is, but him. you're not going to sign him for much. He's not. It's not going to be more than two mil, I think. So well, the other guy that was interesting, I think, was a uh, right Toby. Toby's reader. Yeah, reader. reader. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Carolina's next, right? No, Calgary. Calgary, right? Exposed from the Flames includes Mark Giordano. That's a big piece. Milan Lucic. Yep. Matthew Phillips, yep. former average show tip Byron Fraze, Brett Ritchie, okay. Oliver Shillington, yep. and Tyler Parsons. I w- and Josh Levo, who is actually, actually my pick so for you- this one. This is going to be another kind of nothing pick. Um, you have to sign him. you got to sign him to... Oh, Captain speaking on the boat. Queen of Cowichan. 
Hell yeah. I guess we have more time to pod people. Um, We're if, behind 26 minutes on the boat, so that's really cool. Isn't oh, yeah. It? Good stuff. Well, we got, we still got a bunch of teams to go through on this pod. So, uh, so Calgary, you went with? I went with Josh Levo. Josh Levo? Okay. Uh, I went with Shillington. You did. I was gonna. I was in, in between those two guys, but I think Shillington's a good piece. You can use him as a bottom depth defenseman, or you can put him in your AHL team. I think too, and yep. use him as a call up. Well, Shillington was like back. He was like depth for Calgary, so I think he'd play similar, if not like the exact same role with the Kraken. I'll be honest, Matthew Phillips intrigued me because he's a guy I think the Calgary fans like, like the, yeah. the people of Calgary like. Yeah. True. Um, I was afraid to touch Giordano for a year at just over six million. But he might be like a Derek England, that kind of type of veteran leadership. He could. Right? He could be, right? Uh, I'm, I'm when I wouldn't take Giordano. Yeah, not saying yeah, Seattle yeah. wouldn't, but yeah. uh, and I'm not touching Milan Lucic. Nope, neither am I. Carolina, the Hurricanes, uh, exposed from the Hurricanes include uh, Nito Niederreiter, Jake Bean, Jake Gardner, Morgan Geeky, Dylan Wells, Jake uh, Brock McGinn, Jordan Martinuk, Cedric Paquette. That's a lot of names to like there. A lot of names to a like. It. Name. You do have to sign some of these guys, but... I'm taking Jake Bean. Take Jake Bean, okay. Yeah. Jake Bean uh, played juniors. He was uh, Noah Jolson's deep partner in 2018, the World Juniors. Yes, he was. Um, Jake Bean, yeah, great puck mover. Um, there there was talk it'd be either him or Flurry going to the Ducks in that trade with... Um, Lock and Paul? Yeah. Yes, in that move, in that same type of move, but... Um, I like Bean. He's always been a good piece. Um, unfortunately, Carolina's got way too many good defensemen, and he's going to be a casualty of it. So, um, Bean to the Kraken. Um, Gets him back to Western Canada. Originally, to, I, originally I was going to I was going to say originally I was going to go with Morgan Geeky. Mm. Change that pick. Oh, we did. Because I went with Jake Bean as well. Ah, there you go. Good um, man. I like Geeky. He's a cool player. Yeah. He is twenty-two cool too. Cool name. Um, I, there's a lot to like about Geeky. Yep. I'm taking Jake Bean just because of all the things you said. Quality defenseman, puck mover. Puck mover. He's in a loaded group in Carolina. Oh. I don't know if he's going to get a, a great opportunity. No, but I think he, he might even play top four here in, in Seattle. Yes. Might. Um. All right. Uh. Chicago exposed from Chicago includes Adam Gaudet. Malcolm Subban. Ah, that's right. Brett Connolly, Ryan Carpenter, Calvin DeHaan, and Colin D'Elia. Malcolm Subban is my pick here. It's okay. funny, he was also touted as the backup um, in the last expansion draft with the Golden Knights. Um, he, I don't think he'll be the backup. He'll be like a top a eight goal. goal. That's the yeah. third goalie. Yeah, there's another guy that I know will be the backup um, based on my roster here, but we'll see how that goes. Um I'm yeah. interested to see if this is just setting up for this is setting this is setting okay. up for later on. You'll see. Um, right. Subban's going to be the goalie taken because I think the Kraken need to take at least four goalies. So Subban's going to be one of them. At least three goalies. At least three goalies. So Subban will be one of them. Uh, my pick is Adam Gaudet. Okay. Because he is a great Twitch player, Twitch streamer. Ah, and that's why you like him. That's why I like him. Um, Enough said. I, I like. I know. I think again, you can use him. Same sort of thing we talked about with. Um, yep. Who else did we talk about earlier on? Uh, uh, Jason Dickinson that's with the, with the Canucks, where basically that's the same role Godet was playing. Yeah. That I think he can play for Seattle. I like it. Uh, Colorado uh, exposed. Ooh. Not a whole lot exposed here with Colorado. I have Lannis Gog, Brandon Sod. Not Jonas a lot. Do- Are you kidding? That's Jonas, like okay. Jonas. Do- well, players. There's not uh, a lot of players compared to other teams. Jonas Donskoy, JT Compter. 
I took Comfer. Um, Comfer. Yeah. But yeah, you. I don't think I think Landis Cox is gonna get signed or he's gonna get traded. So there's gonna be some sort of deal with him. Um, kind of. I we have, we didn't mention Dougie Hamilton, but similar with his situation as well. Um, Comfer is a great great two way forward. I have him in my bottom six. Um, but he could play middle six. He could even play in the first line. He's he's very versatile and um, is a key part. Not a key part of Colorado team, but he's an effective player on the Avalanche and. I'm surprised the Avs didn't go further, but anyways, Dougie, my pick. I was going to say, Dougie Hamilton uh, would have been probably my selection for Carolina if I could afford it. Uh, but instead, I went with a, a pricey guy in Gabriel Landeskog. Oh, you did. Okay. Again, I have no reason to suggest that Landeskog will sign with Seattle. Right. Uh, I, I think, again, for all intents and purposes, I think he will be back to Colorado on a below-market deal, like yep. we talked about with Taylor Hall. Yeah. Um, but I'm at least making a run to make him my top left winger. Hmm. If he'd be the captain of the, of the Kraken too, probably. Possibly. 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 Uh, Gabriel Landeskog is my pick. You went with Coffer. Columbus. Again, not a lot exposed from Columbus. I think this is a pretty obvious pick. Uh, it's a pick. pretty obvious pick. Yeah, Max Domi, Kevin Stunlin, Dean Kukin. Max Domi is going to go. Max Domi. Yeah, he's. I have him as my second line center. I think he just... I said he needs a fresh start when he left Montreal and left Arizona, but I think this is going to be a time where he's going to kind of step up. I wouldn't say he's got like this William Carlson effect, but maybe like Riley Smith, the, the guy that was pretty good and played on some decent teams, but now he's going to be like kind of one of the guys. I, I think Domi, I think, will also do well in Seattle because I think for the fans, that's a, a hockey name that they recognize. Like the hockey yeah. fans recognize the last name Domi. And oh yeah, like, we can get behind. Him. And he'll be like, he's. A, I like. I've always, oh, I've liked Domi yes. since the juniors. He's yes. been terrific. Uh, one of the nicest guys. Great personality. Oh yeah. Um, no doubt about that. Can't say enough about him. Yeah. Dallas. Ooh. Ben Bishop's available. Ben Bishop is available. Jamie Alexiak is available. Andre Sakara is available. Blake Como is available. Andrew Cogliano is available. I also put down, uh, what's his name, Julius Honka, just because I like his name. I like Honka's. Yeah, he was name. a first-round pick, too. He was. Um, I, I'm just remembering who I took. I'll, I tell think... you, I'll tell you who I took. I took Andre Sakara. You did? Interesting. Okay. I took him as my defenseman you, from Dallas. You're going you're gonna to be interested in my pick. Yes. Joel Hanley, defenseman. Fair enough. Is my pick. Um, da- uh, Dallas didn't have a whole, to me, didn't have a whole lot of intriguing prospects that they, I could they don't. that I could afford. And I think Hanley was the best fit. He's thirty years old. I know, but he's he played a good couple games last year, so you never know. Fair enough. He he could be like the Shillington essentially. Yeah. Like that, that that I that you with. that you had. Yeah. That's, he can serve that same role. That's kind of what I had him as. Um, my team is next. Well, my favorite team is next. The Wings. The Wings. Uh, Troy Stetcher is available. Vladimir Nemestikov is available. The wrong Svechnikov, Evgeny Svechnikov, is available. I'd love to hear who you're going to pick. Dennis Shalowski is available. You could also sign Jonathan Bernier, if you like. You could, yeah. Uh, do you want me to go first? You go first. I think it's an obvious pick. Yeah, I think so, too. It's Troy Stetcher. Yeah, of course. You have to. Um, you have to. I think he'll like playing a, Seattle, too, because it's you know, close to all. He's a right defenseman. He is a right shot, with, yeah. With, with a $1.7 million, uh cap hit next year. He also had a great world championship. He was arguably Detroit's best defenseman at some points last year. Many points last year, yeah. And like I said, he had a good world championship. He played with a uh, potential number one pick, Owen Power. Now, this is kind of like we'll talk about Toronto later on. Yeah. We talked about them earlier. I feel like this is where there's a side deal happening between Eisenman and Francis. 
Because I yeah. don't... I can't imagine Aizumi would be the guy... To give up a right shot young defenseman like, like Stetcher. And he signed them last year. True. Like he's an Eisenman signing. This I, is I true, can't yeah. imagine that Eisenman would give him up this easily. Yeah. I would I would definitely call into question if he gave up Stetcher this easily. Yeah. Well but maybe you, he's pinched, maybe he just can't, but I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Um I have Stetcher, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Uh the Edmonton Oilers. Ooh. Available from the Edmonton Oilers, you could take James Neal, Adam Larson, Oscar Clefbaum. Uh, Miko Koskinen, Kyle Turris. Some notable players. I took Devin Shore. Ujar Kahari. Ujar Kara. Ujar Kara. Yeah, I can never say his name right. Devin Shore is my pick from ah. the Oilers. Um, he'll be a depth forward. He'll he might you'll, fi- you'll figure out. You'll figure out. You'll figure out a role for him. Well, yeah. Let, get, let me get back to you on that one. But he, uh, Devin Shore is going to go. Um, I think Clef Bomb. They Oilers figure out something, some way to keep Clef Bomb and Larson. I. Would call into question the health of those guys. I so would know, I. I don't know if they're especially in, Clefbaum. Larson, yeah. no Clefbaum. Yeah. Uh, my pick is Dominic Cahoon. Ooh. I I have yeah he's a, he's exposed. Wow. Uh, he I think he's a free agent though, so you have to sign him. Ah. Uh, left winger. Quality player. I don't know what. It didn't seem like he was all there in Edmonton this year though, for whatever reason. Mm. I, I, I maybe it's the COVID season. Maybe it's just a weird year and he didn't do yeah. well with all that. Yeah. I'm giving Cahoon another chance in Seattle. Okay. That's my pick okay. uh, from the Oilers, and you and you went with. Uh, I went with Devin Shore. Devin Shore. Yep. Uh, Florida Panthers next. Basically, I don't. I don't think it's an obvious choice from Florida, but I'm interested to see who you have from the Panthers. Uh, I'll just say expose. Chris Dreeter, Frank Vitrano, uh, Noel Achari, Lucas Walmark, Anton Strollman, uh, Radko Gudis, former Everett Silvertip. Yeah. True. There were two other guys that were exposed that were notable. Alex Wenberg and yes. Brandon Montour. Yes. A lot of Florida Panthers played their way into making or giving uh, tough decisions for Florida's GM here, which yes. um, is very interesting. I have Chris Dreger going to the Seattle Kraken. Um, Bobrovsky's the guy. Dreger is very good in Florida this year, but Bob's the guy. Um, so Drieger is kind of committed to Bob. You can't really, you you have to, you have to protect him. Um, you have to, cause he's got a deal. Definitely some intriguing it. pieces in Wenberg and Montour who had really good seasons, by the way, on a Florida team that did finish what second place, second place in their division. There you go. I also went with Drieger. I think he, there's a world, I think on my team where he could be the third goalie. <laughs> Uh, I doubt That's it, but, but he could be. You also That's have funny. to sign Drieger, and I don't know what the price would be to sign him. Especially after the year. Yeah. yeah. After, like you're you're, oh, you're oh. signing him after a contract year, which yeah. is not always the best thing for, no, it's, it's really not. for teams. True. But That's for Florida, true. I feel like Drieger is your, your best pick. I would agree with that. LA Kings. Exposed from the LA Kings include Jonathan Quick, Brandon Lemieux, Austin Wagner, Blake Lazat, Carl Grundstrom, uh, Oli Mata, Christian Woolenin, and Curtis McDermott. McDermott? Uh, Curtis McDermott, uh, who is, Cur- who is McDermott. a one tough bugger. Um, yes. Blake Lozotti is my pick here. And Ooh. the reason why I have uh, Lozotti going is kind of kind of fill out some depth kind of on the bottom six of the Kraken here. And I think in L.A., L.A.'s got some interesting pieces, both on defense and for it. I was, I was really leaning to Oli Mata here for a long time. And I was just like, you know what? There are way too many left shot defensemen on this team, and I figured he's kind of expensive and not that good. 
So let's take Lazzotti, uh, good good cap hit, um, solid middle six guy in LA. He'll be bottom six on the Kraken. Hmm. I have Lazzotti. You do? Okay. I have. Yeah, 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 it's the same to Listen, I don't see LA, um, I, I don't see Seattle taking quick from LA. No, neither I, do I. I, I don't know. There's better goalies available. There's better goalies available. They might do, and they might make a deal with. LA where they if there's somebody that they really want if the Kings want to take they might do like here take quick we'll give you something else I don't yeah, know maybe maybe um Cal Peterson's back there so he and he's a quality goalie he's probably the starter for them next year I would agree with that, yeah. but Lazard is my pick as well I think he's a good again bottom six forward yeah. center you take base offs could probably take do some dirty work on the penalty kill for you if you needed to yep uh Blake Lazard is my pick uh like Minnesota Wild I think I don't know if it's quite obvious because the Wild made the buyouts with Parise and Suter, making it a little bit difficult. I think. Yeah, no kidding. But basically, exposed. You have. Uh, There's a lot of players exposed. Uh, Kapo Kakinen. Yep, Kakinen, the goalie. Yeah. Goalie. Uh, Nick Bukestad is the forward. Uh, Victor Rask is another forward. Yep. And Carson Susi is the one, defen- of the one of the defensemen available. I took Kalkin, and okay. I think he's going to be another guy that he might get picked up by the Kraken and then get sent somewhere else. Um, yeah, Kalkin is a good goalie, and I have him. T- I have him as my third goalie here, and that he's not a third goalie. He's at least a at least a backup, if not a starter, on some teams. Um, so your goal, so your goalie situation right now is Drieger, Kalkin, and Subban right now with okay. a team coming up that might be intriguing. Yes. But we'll get to that later. Um, my pick is Carson Soucy okay. on defense. Um, I, I don't know if he's a right shot defenseman or not, but he's a fine. Def- he's Carson Soucy, lefty. He's a lefty, fine defenseman. Probably don't want him on your top line, but you know if you can get him on your second line, maybe third line. I think he's a good fit. He's a depth guy. Depth guy. Definitely depth guy. I, I I think he's got a a year left, so even if it doesn't work out with him, you can just part ways yep. after a year in a year from now. Yep. Wipe it off and call it good. Mm-hmm. Um, they Seattle might take four goalies and they might go with Kockenin. I think they might take four anyways, just for the sake of taking four goalies. Kockenin's the best player I think available. Not I should say that not best player, best potential player for Seattle to take from Minnesota. I agree with that. Rodney Rask is the best player, but Kockenin's got the most room to grow and the the high ceiling. Montreal, the Montreal Canadiens, who are a really weird team, fascinating team that Habs are. Uh, I think this might be the story of the draft, depending on what happens. Um, potential players to take include Jonathan Drouin, Paul Byron, Shea Weber, Brett Kulak, Kale Fleury, Carey Price. I have Carey Price as my starter of the Seattle Kraken. Uh-huh. Yes, I do. And I could make I could be looking really bad here in a couple days, or I could be looking really good. I don't know. Um Let's, well, I mean, there's nothing else to say about Carey Price. He's unreal. Um, he waived his no-movement clause. His wife is from the Tri-City area in Washington, so Kennewick, Pasco, and Richland, which is not far from Seattle. Um, Carey Price is from British Columbia originally. He hasn't won a cup yet with Montreal. Maybe he'll do it with the Kraken. Carey Price will be, will be the starter and will be the face of the Kraken to start their franchise. I have this. This guy's going to be like Marc-Andre Fleury. 
I also have Carey Price. You do. I you do were telling Corey. me all day you you didn't. I have of Carey. Of course you do. I have Carey. Here's the thing. I know he might not say it stat wise or analytically. Yep. But if Carey Price is available, he's just too good to pass up on. Absolutely. For any team. Absolutely. I, I, I truly and I get that people are gonna say his salary stinks. I get people are gonna say he doesn't have good. He didn't have great regular regular season numbers. Yep. I get all of that. Well, but if you can put Carey Price in front of a half decent team that knows how to manage its assets yep. and can play good defense for eighty two games a year, the possibilities are endless, endless. with this guy. Oh, yeah. I love Carey Price. If I had the oh, opportunity yeah. to take him, I would. Especially you know we talk about good defense and having a goalie like that. Look, especially if some of the forwards that or might get picked in the next couple teams here, if they can start putting pucks in nets. These these Kraken might be really good enough. Some Did you like the hard sell I was doing all day for Carey Price? Yeah, this guy. I'm not even joking you. This guy was like, "Oh fuck, that's a dumb pick. Don't take Carey Price. There's no way Mon- Mon- or Montreal's gonna let Carey Price go with their nothing." Well, here we are. We'll see what happens though. Re- if you had prices available, you have to <laughs> you take- gotta take him. There's to no take- way you're not. I'm sorry, but you have to take Carey Price. Uh, Nashville Predators. Uh, your boy Matthew Shane is exposed. Uh, as long as Ryan Johansson, Colton Sidens, Rocco Grimaldi, Cal Yankrock, Nick Cousins, and Mark Borowiecki. It's a lot of players. A lot of players. Um, the Predators had only protected three forwards, so they had a boatload of forwards to yes, pick. Yes, pretty much. Um, and I'm taking, if I'm Seattle, I'm taking their top center, Ryan Johansson, plucking them right out of there. Um, I'm gonna guess this is one of the teams that Nashville's got a side deal with, and I really wouldn't be surprised if they do. Um. I'm sorry, Seattle has a side deal with them. Johansson's going to go here, but I could be wrong. Um, number one center on that team. He's going to be a key pivot on the Kraken, and he's going to be centering some really good wingers who I will talk about in the next little bit. Uh, I'm going with Rocco Grimaldi because okay. we stand short kings here on SYP. Um, I think if, there's, if, if you if you had to ask if if you had to point a gun to me and you had to tell me take Duchesne or Johansson, I think I'm taking Duchesne. But I don't really like a lot. Like I would probably take Sizens, Grimaldi, Yankrock, Cousins. And I would probably take anybody else outside really? of Duchesne, Duchesne, Johansson. That's really? just a lot of money for so many years that I would just be so uncomfortable paying. <sighs> I guess. Rocco Grimaldi. Plus, okay, Rocco, it's a short king. What's not to like? What's not to like? Fair enough. I can't lose with Rocco Grimaldi. I guess not. Uh, New Jersey, uh, exposed include P.K. Subban, Will yeah. Butcher, Andreas Janssen, uh, Nicholas Bastian, uh, Evan Cormier, and Scott Wedgwood. Some good players here, yeah. um, especially on the back end. Do, do, you back me, end. do you want me to go first? You go first. I want to hear your pick. I got Will Butcher. I so do I, but I have an argument. There, the, there is an argument for Subban, though. There is an argument for Subban, and I I think it is a good argument because. Oh yeah. It, again, Subban's making a lot of like nine million dollars for one year is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. However, he can be your face of the franchise. Oh yeah. Um, really good personality. Seems like a really good locker room guy. Oh for sure, and he puts he puts some people in those seats pretty yes, quickly. Yes, he 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 would. Make, and he's a very likable guy, and he think he he put a jolt in the Seattle uh, franchise pretty quickly. Yeah, um, so but I like both guys, though. I think Butcher's the guy just because he's younger, makes yep. less. I don't see him costing as much as Subban ever. Yep. Um, and, and 
Butcher can be a top four guy. I, oh, 100%. Subban probably can, but I think he's... The, Subban's top four as well. Subban, yeah, Subban's top four. I think his, he's on the decline, though, compared to Butcher, who I still think is on the incline. Sure. Um, New York Islanders. So exposed for the Islanders include Jordan Eberle, Josh Bailey, Leo Komarov, Richard Ponick, Thomas Hickey, Andy Green, and Corey Schneider. Another team with a lot of good players available. And yes. that's, you know, the Islanders are just such a good team, and they're built really well. Um, built different. They're built different. Uh, we're both pro-Islanders. Um, Ian's Inlanders. Uh, Inlanders, thank you. Lost to Tampa Bay, but you know what? They're still a great team. They're going to go back to the finals next year. There you go. It's a hot take. You heard it here first, folks. Ian thinks the Inlanders are going back. Um, but it's gonna. Have, they're gonna be having a hard time with it because Josh Bailey won't be on the team anymore. He will be a Seattle Kraken. Um, Do you think there's a side deal involved with some, one of these guys? There maybe? has. There's gotta be. I. I. Mm, I think the Kraken might get the Islanders' first round pick. They might. That, that's they t- might. That's totally a loose thing to do. To they like, might. give them a first round pick for the sake. Well, think about this. The, the draft. The draft this year isn't that good, especially with the Islanders where they're picking. They're picking really low. Yes. Right. And you know, would you rather have a bona fide second line winger in Josh Bailey, who had a really good year a couple years ago? It wasn't It wasn't too long ago. He was like top fifteen in scoring. Yes. And. Or you know, or Everly, even for that matter, you could say Everly as well. Um, who I think that's who you put, who you took. I took Richard Ponick. You did change Ponick, Pon- okay? I, I didn't go to Ponick because okay. I think for how I'm building my roster, yeah, I just couldn't justify the cost of Everly or Bailey. That's like fair. it's a four million dollar difference, which in right. today's world is can be a lot. So it can be a lot. Sure. Um, so I went with Ponick at one point three because at one point three, it's very respectful. It, it's actually like. It's it's better compared to when he was doubling that playing for Washington and Detroit. That's true. Yeah, so, one point three is very respectful. Yeah. Um, I have Bailey. I yeah, the Islanders are a great team, and they're gonna lose a good player. And I think Josh Bailey's the guy they're gonna lose. And well, and the other thing too, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think Ron Francis is gonna take Ponick. I think he's probably gonna take Everly or Bailey. Yeah. Um, but I, like you say, I'm interested to see what kind of side deal is on the way. On here. the way, I think there's gonna be one out of Long Island for sure. Um, the Rangers. The Rangers. Uh, exposed include Keith Kincaid, Barkley Goodrow, uh, Goche, Colin Blackwood, Tony D'Angelo. Hmm. If you want to go down that route, route. It's a dangerous route to go. Um, I think I said Anthony Batetto. Uh, Beato or Batetto? Batetto, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was another one of those picks just like, oh, not really anyone on the, on the Rangers. That was too intriguing. Just take a guy, just take a guy. I think Batetto was that guy. Definitely the best defenseman at at best. If you this is probably not a smart move, but I went with Goodrow. Hmm. You have to sign him. Coming off of coming yeah. off back to back cups. True. Um, he's probably going to ask for a lot. He's definitely going to ask for a lot. He's a good player. I I'm at least picking him and seeing if I can sign him and make something happen. For sure. Um, I will say Barclay, Barclay Goodrow did score one of the more memorable goals in recent playoff history, the uh, overtime winner against the Golden Knights when he was with the Sharks in 2019. But I was going to say, you could also tell how I'm trying to build my team a bit with uh, adding uh, a little size in Barclay Goodrow. Yeah, to... I see it. I mean, you, you did take Grimaldi not too long ago, so yeah. I'm not sure where your logic is there. But anyways, that's to, your... Hey, your team, I can't say anything about it. So Building a playoff team is what I'm building. 
There you go. Uh, that's the Rangers. Um, Ottawa. Yeah, I expose potential players to take include Matt Murray, Evgeny Dadanoff, Chris Tierney, Joshua Brown, Joey Decord, Anton Forsberg. I had Dadanoff. Okay. Uh, I think he's I think he's the obvious pick here. Um, he's he was really great with the Panthers a couple years ago. He was pretty solid with the Sens this year, and I think he'd be solid with the Kraken too. I went with Dadanoff. You did, yeah. The only the only the only other guy I considered was like Joey Decord. As like a cheap, affordable, like third or fourth goalie, like it, you put him into the pipeline of goalies. Of goalies, you know what's funny? You might be right. He might actually go to. The, you never know. I think he's a fun. Like I would rather have him over Fursberg. I'm not taking Matt Murray. No, of course and, not. And Dadanoff, I Dadanoff, I feel like I can. You can at least justify. I could justify. Yeah. That. That's why I didn't go with Everly or Bailey earlier because I had to go with Dad and off on Ottawa. Got it, got it. Okay, interesting. If I went with uh, Decord in Ottawa, I probably would have then gone with uh, Bailey or Everly from the Islanders instead of Ponick. Gotcha. Okay, I like it. Philadelphia. Uh, Jakob Voracek is available. JVR is available. Gustav Bear is available. Um, Justin Braun is available. Hag is available. I have Robert Haig, um, and there's a lot of good players on Philadelphia here. All right. Um, but I was really thinking about taking I one of Voracek or JVR, but purely on cost. Um, and on another winger that the Kraken will take in a couple picks here. Um, Robert Haig's a solid, you know, bit top four, top six defenseman. Um, he'll play some big minutes for the Kraken. And I, I don't know, I just, I've always liked his game. I have JVR. You do? Okay. Um, leading t- tied for leading score on Philadelphia That's this past year. To say. Seven million dollars, fair bit. It's a fair bit, but he's a good player, a good no player. doubt about it. He, he he does well in Philadelphia. He did fine in Toronto, but he seems to do well when he's with yep. the Flyers. So maybe there's something to be said uh, with reuniting him with his former coach, uh, Dave Haxtell. That's a good point. Who knows? Who knows? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Uh, Jason Zucker's available. Brandon Tabs available. Zach Aston Reese is available. Sam Lafferty. Marcus Pe- Peterson. Pedersen. Yep. Casey DeSmith. Brandon Tanev. Um, he always seems to make teams better. For whatever reason, he always just seems to do the right things and just, he's just a good, solid bottom six forward and he kills penalties. He scored some, some nice goals. He scored some really nice goals as a bottom six forward. He's kind of like if I had to choose like middle six or bottom six forwards, I think Tyler Mott is by far the goat of bottom six forwards, and then I'd have Brandon Tanev up there as well. Uh, I didn't take Tanev uh, because I shat on Pittsburgh when I when I signed him because I was like that's a terrible deal. I wouldn't do that deal. Why would you give that to Brandon Tanev? Uh, so I feel like I can't pick Tanev because I shat on that contract. Fair. Uh, so I went with Zach Aston Reese. Ah, okay. I like him as a bottom six forward. Okay. I feel like he can bring a little physicality, a little toughness, cheaper than Tanev, and I still have to sign him, but I can still sign him cheaper than what I would sign Brandon Tanev. And I think he could bring the same okay. as Tanev can. Interesting. Uh, that's my pick from uh, from Pittsburgh. San Jose, you not a lot to pick from from the Sharks here. Patrick Marlowe is available from the Sharks. Ryan Donato is available. Marcus Sorensen, Dylan Gambrel, Matt Nieto, Radin Simic, Martin Jones. I said Matt Nieto. Um, um, I also went with Nieto. Yep. There's not a lot to go with here from nope, the Sharks. There's not. 
they really suck, even with all the guys they had to take. Yep. Um, they are the worst team in California. Yeah, they are. I can comfortably say that. I am not afraid to say that either. This team blows. St. Louis. Ha. This is a fun team, <laughs> and you are going to love my pick. You're also going to love my pick, too. I have potentially exposed include Vladimir Tarasenko, Sam Bly. Sammy Blay. Sammy Blay. Kyle Clifford. McShernan, 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 I don't know how to say his last name. He's got a big last name. Marco Scandella, Robert Bertuzzo, Billy Huso. And Vince Dunn are also exposed. And Vince Dunn. <laughs> I, for, I didn't put, I have so, I should have put that down. Yeah, the Blues have some assets. Let me I, tell you. Should I, should I tell you, who should go first? I think Ian should go first. I have a side deal. Oh, you do? Okay. So this is your one guaranteed side deal. I have a side deal. And what is your side deal? Seattle takes Kyle Clifford. Okay. So that they don't take Tarasenko or, like, any of those other guys. But what are the Blues going to give up as well? I don't know. Again, I can't predict. Like, probably a second-round pick at least. <clears throat> because that's what the going rate is. It might even be a first-round pick because that's what the going rate is to yeah. keep these guys. Or to, you know, to give to get one of these guys back, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Here's the thing. I just don't see St. Louis. I don't. I can't see them giving away Tarasenko for, for nothing right now. You know, and I do, and here's why. I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue. We had this argument earlier. We, well. d we did. We've talked about this a lot, and Ian was saying to me, "There's no way Tarasenko's going to the Kraken," and I'm gonna tell you why. I've, I've heard some rumblings that he wasn't too thrilled in St. Louis. No, he isn't. He's not happy. He's not thrilled, and I think that might factor in. And I'm, I think St. Louis tried to do some sort of deal, but because they were in a playoff position, they couldn't really pull it off. And they couldn't, you know, justify giving up the assets to, you know. If they were in a playoff enough position, and they made the playoffs, mm -hmm. so with that in mind, um, Tarasenko goes to the Kraken. Uh, I think he will be he'll be their leading scorer. It's it's gonna be so interesting to oh. see if St. Louis like if Kick this is out. if this yeah. is how they let like because I think that's really bad asset management. So do I, but it might happen. It might happen. Um, that's why I have Clifford because I also think Clifford Clifford is like your fourth line can add some physicality. True, he can, can be oh, a depth absolutely. guy. Yep. But that's the guy they want to take instead of Terrace. That's why you get like yep. a first round pick. It might even be Vince Dunn. It might be Vince Dunn. Yeah, we'll, you know. we'll see what happens. Uh, Tampa Bay. Um, who like, do you who do you have from the Lightning? It could be a bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, do you want me, Do you want me to say who's potentially available first, or should you just? I'm gonna say Yanni Gord, but there's okay. there's a there's a whole whack of guys that could be, um, Palat, could be Kalorn, could be um, what's the other guy? Uh, so Palat, Gord, Tyler Johnson, Kalorn. Was Coleman available too? Uh, Coleman's a free agent, I believe. Oh, he's free agent. Okay, but still available. Pat Maroon, Matthew Joseph, Yan Rudolph. Wow. A lot of guys available. A lot of guys available. I think Tampa, they projected four forwards, four defensemen. They went 4-4. Four, four. And they went 4-4. Four four. So, um, I have Gord. I think he's the best player of those four guys. Sure. The best, the best player that can go in other systems. Palat's so good with Point and Kucherov. Yeah. Kalorin's so good with Stammer and Sorelli. And Gord with, well, I mean, now Kucherov's gone to New York. Coleman's going to be there still. I think they're going to re-sign Coleman. But Goodrow is going to be gone. I think there's an argument... Oh, sorry, um, Gord's going to be gone to the Kraken. There's an argument that Gord is the most versatile forward out of all these guys available. Oh, the guys available? Yeah, I'd say Sorelli is, but yeah. yeah. Of the guys of the available, guys, of the guys available oh, yeah. I think it's Gord. I agree with that. I have Kalorn going. 
Tampa Bay's not gonna get rid of Kalorn. But that's just he's it. A like fan favorite. I know, but that's just it. Like there's like a lot of guys. Like there, yeah, there has a, to be a there's deal. Got to be one. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's a good point. I mean, I think you can even make the argument that Pat Maroon. Three, three, ti- three cups in a row. Three cups in a row. There's an argument to be made that Pat Maroon is kind of the guy you take here too, depending on how you want to build your team. And, you you want want, team, and yeah. if you wanted to spend your money elsewhere in the expansion draft. True. Pat Maroon also would be a great veteran piece and give some, you know, really some intangible, especially because a lot of these expansion drafts, they tend to focus on young players. And, yes. you know, sometimes you need a couple guys that are older to provide some leadership, you know. Just yeah, there, hey. there, I don't think there's a bad pick with Tampa Bay. There's not. There, I think the, there really the, wor- isn't. the worst pick I think is maybe Johnson. At I would agree with that at, yeah. at his salary, but other than that, I think yep, really good if you're Tampa Bay. Yep. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Alex Griffith. Alex Griffith's your pick. Yep. He's available along with Jared McCann as of right now. Wayne Simmons, Spezza, Pierre Engvall, Joey Anderson, Travis, Travis Dermott, Dermott. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Hutchinson. Um, pretty much. So we've talked about this before. I think there is a side deal here happening with the Leafs. I can't Definitely. imagine that they're gonna let the pick. The move is to make a side deal so that Seattle takes Kerfoot. Yep. And then McCann can be the the thir- new, it'll be the new th- third line center. In the new draw. Kerfoot. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, I do have Dermot though as another defenseman okay. on my team who yeah. I would pick. Yep. Um, I I like Travis Dermot. He's twenty four. I he he was better in a lesser role, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing when it comes to Seattle and you're building a new team. But that is something I I noticed throughout most of the season. It's a consideration for sure. Uh, uh, Vancouver, exposure Vancouver include Braden Holtby, Jake Vertanen, Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, Colin, Zach McEwen, Madison Bowie. You have Bowie. I have Bowie. Yeah. Yep. We talked about this before yes. we got on the ferry here. Um, yeah, kind of, you know, he's going to be solid. There, there's not a lot from that because you're not taking Bertan and Erickson Beagle. Well, I will say one thing about the Canucks here. And if if Price doesn't go from, if, if like Paul Byron or um, Duran go from Montreal to Seattle, I think the, the Canucks might be losing Holpe. That's your opinion. Not- yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I, I, we've talked about that before. I don't yeah. see it happening, but yep. there is a world in which that happens. It could happen. Yep, for sure. Um, there is also a chance, depending on how crazy Benning gets, where he's like, "No, I love Cole Lynn. You can't." Or Zach McEwen. I love both of those guys. We will give up assets for you to take Beagle. Yeah. Or Louis Erickson. I think there's a world in which that exists. Oh yeah. Um. Washington. Uh, oh, did I, did I say who from Vancouver? I'm taking Cole Lynn is my pick. You said Cole yeah. Okay, Cole Lynn is my yep. pick from Vancouver. Former Kelowna Rocket, Cole Lynn. Uh, from Washington, potentially exposed, Alex Ovechkin, <laughs> uh, Carl Hagelin, Garnet Hathaway, Nick Dowd, uh, Schultz, Brandon Dillon, com- company, Vitek Vanacek. Vanacek, is that Vanacek, yeah. Vanacek. Vitek Vanacek. Vitek Vanacek. There you go. I said Brendan Dillon, yeah. um, and that's purely a depth def- depth defenseman move. Um, that was actually a good signing for Washington. I think it was too. Yeah. I see a world where Schultz goes, and I think he's another good right shot puck mover that could go behind Stetcher. Um, 
Or, you know, again, if Subban's there, then I think it'll be Dylan for sure. Okay. But, again, we'll have to see how other teams kind of do it and how the Kraken, who's Kraken really want. And I think Dylan's the guy in my expansion draft. Um, Ian, you had... Vanacek. You had Vanacek, yeah. I, he, he is my third goalie that I have Seattle taking. Okay. Is uh, Vanacek. Washington. They actually have, like, I, I'd, be, I'd be intrigued to take Hagelin or Hathaway or Dowd. Hathaway's a good piece. Yeah, I, I like his game. I like him in Calgary, and he's transferred it pretty well to Washington. I think he's even better in Washington. Uh, finally, we'll get this over with here. Winnipeg, the Jets, uh, potentially exposing Winnipeg. Uh, Appleton, Harkins, Dylan DeMello, Nathan Beaulieu, Eric Comrie. Some good, some good players Decent there. Decent players. Yeah. Uh, my pick is Dylan DeMello. I said Appleton. Okay, but, Mason Appleton is. A but I think pick. that's those are based on kind of needs. You need a defenseman. I need a forward. So yeah, um, yeah. And again, Demillo is like at four point something. He's a little bit more than Appleton. Like Appleton's yeah. a, a very affordable bottom. Oh yeah, middle. Right I'd say middle six for Appleton. He's got some got some skill with him too. He'll be middle six. So that concludes uh, our Seattle Kraken mock expansion draft. Yeah. Um, Maybe if I'm motivated enough, I'll make a graphic before Wednesday to uh, to post about our teams. Um, basically, my projected cap hit was a little over $62 million. So mm-hmm. I have a cap space of about $19.425 million. That's a lot. Uh, and that's still having to re-sign um, like Drieger, a couple guys. So you have Shillington, I think Bean. Yeah, that's... Uh, there you go. That's our Seattle uh, Kraken Mock expansion draft. I like it. Good stuff. We're on a boat. We're on a boat. It's funny. We're we're talking about Kraken and we're on a boat. We should be careful. We're on a boat. Um, Any other final thoughts on Seattle, the expansion draft? I don't know if we'll... We might chat before the draft on Wednesday. We might. I'll be um, on the couch kind of vaccinated dealing with side effects, potential side effects, hopefully there's none, um, of my, my second dose of vaccine. So... Um, what are you supposed to get as your second dose? It's gonna be Pfizer or Moderna for sure. It'll be a, well, yeah, but what did you, don't don't they try and give you like the second one or whatever you got the first time? Well, they try to. They don't guarantee it though. You can't guarantee oh. it. But it'll be for me. It'll be Pfizer or Moderna. I got Moderna the first time, so it'll be oh. Pfizer or Moderna for sure. Yeah. I'm getting my vaccine on Thursday, and I'm hoping it's Pfizer. There you go. Uh, that's the podcast. Any other final thoughts before, because this is coming out on Monday. Any other final thoughts? Monday. Um, no, I'm, I'm very looking forward, I'm very much looking forward to this. I think the last expansion draft, I was working or I was just, I don't remember the last expansion draft. Neither do I, but so this, I'm really looking forward to this one and I think I'll be able to watch it. So I think the last one happened during the NHL awards or something stupid like that, where they merged the two. It was weird. I think we might have had something going on that day. It might have been like a grad event or I don't know. It was 2017. Anyways, there was some sort of event going on that we just couldn't make it that day. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this draft. It should be good. It's gonna be a really good week of podcasting and content. Again, we talk about the Olympic preview that we have coming out this week. Uh, you should take take a look at that. Yeah, that was that's really, gonna be funny. You that guys, was you guys are gonna enjoy that. That was really insightful, and a lot of work was put into that podcast. So be sure to check it out. Be sure to like this video on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel for a bunch more of YouTube content like this. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, where I like to listen to a lot of my podcasts on Apple Podcasts. So be sure to check us out there. Uh, thank you very much for listening or watching. It's greatly appreciated. We'll be back again sometime this week. 
be sure to tune in then. Thank you very much for listening, watching. Peace out.